0: Everyone, and welcome to the Brother Cousins podcast. Today, I'm your host, Christopher Gerald. Thanks for joining us for the December Roundtable featuring Jeffrey Wells and Jared Wells of the Brother Cousins team. Hey, guys. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Jared. What's up, guys? Hey. So, we are all in our different um, places of abode um, Stillwater. <laughs> Jeffrey is in Gainesville, and Jared's joining us from a cotton gin. Located somewhere in the West Texas Panhandle, so uh, Jared's been gin uh, and, and cotton and uh, drinking coffee, and that's about all he's had time to do. Jared, how you? So he may be putting out a fire. We can edit this out if we need to.
1: No, so, I forgot a cup of coffee. Amen. <laughs> hey,
0: all right. Well, so this has been um, a good month. We got some positive feedback about the chasing the light through the darkness topic that we've all kind of been cranking on this month, which was kind of a born out of a sermon series we did at the North Gerardo Church of Christ here in Stillwater and it worked out really well. And we decided to use some of that material, and make it our own and, and kind of go from there. And also to address, you know, topics that I think are timely for this time of the year. You know, we just turn a corner of the winter solstice, the days are now going to start getting longer. We're past the longest night of the year, and so we look forward to the hope of spring. Even as winter is going to deepen, it's going to get colder. Even as the sun is going to shine for longer, it's kind of an odd juxtaposition, but, you know, there's a lot to, to give thanks for and be hopeful for. Christmas season is on, on our doorstep, so I don't know. Are you guys getting excited about Christmas
2: I know personally I'm just kind of ready
0: for it to be over I, I know that
2: sounds very grinchish but yeah. um, I'm just ready for it to be done I I don't feel prepared uh, mentally or anything otherwise um, and I'm just kind of ready ready for the stress and the anxiety of what it's going to bring to be done
0: it's not your fault that your heart is three sizes too small Jeffrey Well, I, I understand that, you know, and that's that's something that we talked about, you know, and I thought you covered really well in your installment was, you know, the event that that brings a lot of joy to some uh, is incredibly difficult for others. And so bittersweet, you know, you said that this holiday season's maybe bringing us a little bit of both. So I know that's going to be a little bit of difficulty for uh, y'all's family. And uh, the stress and anxiety hopefully will will pass. But uh, I'm sure the girls are excited though, right?
2: Oh, definitely. We had Christmas with Hannah's family last weekend. And, you know, they just loved being with Gigi and Furfy. And they loved the presents that they got. And that's one of the things I love about this age is that they're so thankful for everything. The wrapping, the box, the toy the clothing everything and it, that has been a blessing to see and and those are some of those happy times that you're going to remember moving forward
0: yeah sometimes you just got to grab a hold of the uh the little bits that you can and uh, appreciate those little joyous blessings that you have so um you know jeffrey you talked about you know how you're ready for the stress and anxiety of this season to be over. And that's really what Jared uh, spent a lot of time digging in on is that anxiety and stress. And Jared's in the middle of his busiest season of the year. So Jared, um, how do you feel like you're coping with the anxiety and stress of a lot of busyness right now?
1: I don't know that I necessarily feel a lot of anxiety or, or stress even necessarily um, unless we have a fire going that's fairly stressful um you know for me it's, it's just a lot of business because of the things i've talked about I've, I've got a good support network um i know this is temporary um that's what allows me to to put the long hours in um this time of year trying and keep stuff moving down the pipeline um is those two things it's it's only going to be for a little bit. I've got something better waiting at the end of it. Um, once we get all this done, then we'll move into uh, a much less stressful season, less busy season. Um, and so keep rocking with this. Now, this season has seemed to drag out a little bit. We were really planning on being done about a week ago. And the, the snags here at the end that have kept us from finishing – it's starting to wear on me a little bit since we've, you know, a week over and I'm looking at it going, I'm not sure if we're going to be finished tomorrow at this point, but, um, you know, it, it's just that constant grounding. I, you know, I get away from the gym to go to church. I've, I've missed a couple of times here recently because of uh, big hangups of the gym that I felt like I needed to be here for, but uh, mostly the guys know I'm going to be a way to do that. Um, I've got, in fact uh one of the brothers here is on the volunteer fire department of a local place and he was here helping us put out a fire yesterday so (laughs) um just having him here and and he doesn't know it but it was it was helpful to me um Mm -hmm. and uh you know those guys we have a group that we text fairly regularly i've been a lot less active in that but they kind of keep it going and uh just those connections. Yeah, it it
0: is also stressful when you're in a position of leadership and everybody's coming to you for the answers. I don't know if you've ever had that feeling where something is going wrong and you start looking around like I need to find a grown-up, but then you realize that it's you. Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: about daily. <laughs> well, well, and we're we're running 24/7. So that's that's part of the reason I stay. Here as, all, or as long as I do every day is um, I've got two different crews with two different genders, um, and they see different things that we need. And I've got some vendors that we deal with that are on call twenty four seven, so I can usually get stuff from them any time of of day or night. And so I'm the guy they're they're coming to saying, "Hey, this is what we need to keep moving forward." So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that all, it it compounds, it stacks up.
0: And then of course, that puts a strain on, on every other area of your life. You know, when you, whenever you've got to make a temporary sacrifice and pay more attention to those responsibilities, it's easy for stuff to start falling through the cracks and that is stressful for me whenever I know that I'm, you know, I'm by necessity having to neglect one area to deal with another. That doesn't make it any easier even when it's, you know, you have to. So. You know, Jeffrey, you mentioned, uh, didn't feel prepared, um, for this season. You mean like, like mentally, emotionally prepared to like, kind of deal with and process what it's going to be like, or you just haven't bought Hannah anything for Christmas yet or both?
2: Well, I have been successful at buying Hannah something. Um, it's something that I've put off for the last about two years. So I finally got around to doing it this year. Um, it, it, it's just everything you know um work has been very busy uh, not as busy as jared but it's been it's been very busy i've been hooked up and normally hannah and i have already finished christmas shopping we've got everything wrapped we're on top of things and this year has not that's we're still not done um we've still got plans that are not finalized which i'm a planner and so that that mm-hmm. bothers me and, and adds to the the increased anxiety and stress of of not having some of those answers. Um, But then also just trying to prepare mentally and spiritually for Mm -hmm. the time spent with dad and our family, you know, after our experience with Thanksgiving um, I didn't really know what to expect at that point. Um, Now I feel like I know a little bit better what to expect and I'm not necessarily Looking forward to some of the the emotions that come with that, but I know that that's part of the the process, the grieving process, and yeah, and it's okay. And then you know, just a, an additional component, and Jared has no control over this, but you know, not having Jared and his family there is also hard. I mean, sure, um, it it just compounds to some of this because we're missing multiple people from our family, and right bringing all that together is, is just kind of a situation where
0: I would, I'm ready to, to get it over with. Right. All those little things erode the sense of normalcy that you really crave this time of year. And it's, you're just not going to get it this time. And that's, uh, it just makes it all a little bit worse. Yeah. I was talking to one of my staff um, the other day who he lost his mom. Oh, I guess it was in the fall and he just said it's it's not ever going to be the same again um, and you know i agreed yeah it's not it's not ever going to be the same but i said but just because it's not ever going to be the same again doesn't mean it's always going to feel like it does right now and that's one thing also you know jared said i can i can deal with it cuz it's temporary and not every christmas is going to feel like this christmas or holiday season is not not all are going to feel this way next year will probably be uh, exponentially better. Uh, and hopefully, they'll continue to uh, get better as everybody copes, you know, and deals and processes and heals. So, that's one thing you can hang on to.
2: Yeah. And that's, I mean, again, yeah. And that goes back to my section things aren't going to be the same. Um, nope. and, and knowing that it's hard, but it's also helpful already having that realization but you know mom this was one of her favorite seasons she loved christmas she loved shopping for jared's kids and my kids and katie's kids and she enjoyed decorating and um you know it's just going to be it's again going to be that realization of it it's not going to be the same but we're going to continue moving forward and um you know, we're going to forge new memories and it's going to be great. But, and we're going to, you know, have those times whenever we're laughing and we're enjoying ourselves and we pause and kind of exhale and say, man, mom would have loved this being together and uh, we'll be sad for a little bit, but it's a, it's a good kind of sad, you know, Um, it's not like looking for that gravy boat, not being able to find it. That Mm -hmm. was a hard kind of sad. Yeah. Um, but, you know, i really liked how all of these subjects flowed and, you know, me, I'm a planner and I like <laughs> to plan things out really well. And it just really seemed to flow nicely from November until this month in terms of, well, really even before that. But, you know, seeing the connection of the love for your brethren and the thankfulness aspect and showing how those things in a situation that's full of stress and anxiety of grief and loss all fit together in a very practical way has been very good for me moving into this season
0: well good I'm I'm glad it's been a blessing to you it's been a blessing to me also um you know it's not necessarily going to be terribly difficult this season for us but um what that has done is it's raised my awareness to try to be supportive and engage people for whom I know it is going to be difficult. So, yeah, we're definitely um, there with you and empathizing. Uh, Even if there's nothing I can really do, it's just good to know that people understand, I think sometimes.
2: Well, forcing me to think about my topic has, has really helped me. We, we just, we actually found out this week about, um, one of the Willinghams passed away um, this week, and the funeral is going to be the 29th, and so that family is going to be grieving that loss all through Christmas. And mm. I remember that week or the the few days between Mom's death and the funeral, and that was hard. Yeah. Um, and so whenever you throw Christmas into that mix, it's gonna it's gonna put a shadow on Christmases for that family for a while, probably, yeah. and. Forcing me to have already thought about this before this even happened has translated really well to me being able to reach out to that family and check on them and be with them when I can and um, acknowledge that, that they're struggling and be aware of that. It's just really helpful. You're being there, Dwayne Rawson. I wouldn't go that far, but it has <laughs> definitely made me it has made me a lot more aware of the hurt that people in our congregation are is feeling right now. And, you know, the same is going to be true for the people in Stratford, the people in Coleman. Um, mm-hmm. So many people through so many different congregations are connected to this family. Yeah. And it's just going to be hard. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. You know, your mom, sure. She did love the holidays. You know, she was just right there with grandma in the middle of everything for every holiday. She even got geared up about Easter. Uh, You may not be old enough to remember, but one year I was probably in the third or fourth grade. Your mom came to school dressed as the Easter bunny with a full costume and a face made up like a rabbit. And she wanted to take a picture with me and kiss me. I was so embarrassed at school. Um, but, you know, that was your mom's way of just getting into the spirit and having fun. And uh, it's, I, you know, I didn't appreciate it at the time, but I sure do now.
2: <laughs> Man, she did that for years. I mean, she did it whenever I was about in that grade. I think she did it whenever Jared was close to that grade. And you're right. I mean, I remember her dressing up in some of the most embarrassing Halloween <laughs> costumes when she was the secretary for the school. <laughs> She just, she loved holidays, but you know, there, there's, there was just something about Christmas. Hannah and I went up to help dad decorate the house and, you know, those massive tubs that, you know, you store just a ton of stuff in, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how many gallons they are, but I was up in the attic getting down all the stuff. And dad said, just get the inside stuff. Don't get the outside stuff. I'm not going to do that this year. And we, and I just, I kept sliding boxes down to them and we got about five of those tubs in and dad was like, are we about done? And I said, no, we still have five or six more. <laughs> so we have 10 or 11 tubs in the kitchen and Hannah, you know, is really good at decorating um, way better than I could ever be. And sh- you can just see the look on her face. Like, what am I going to do with all this stuff? And you know, it was, I I kept trying to reassure her. I was like, mom didn't put everything in the same place every year. She took two or three weeks to do all of this stuff. And Hannah was trying to do it in like 12 hours. Mm. And so, you know, with Hannah, not only was it the grief aspect, but all of a sudden I saw the anxiety in her eyes, like, how am I going to do this in a way that's going to, you know, show respect for your mom Mm. and make your dad happy and then also use all of this stuff, and because mom would replace the bath towels, the rugs, like she had all sorts of Christmas stuff that she would exchange. And man, um, it was just, it was, it was hard and fun all at the same time to watch Hannah try to figure out what to do in that moment.
0: Yeah expectations are huge this time of year. Uh, You know, we, we want to meet the expectations of everyone around us. And um, sometimes in this season, whenever things are just insane, we have to say no. Um, You know, I know Jared last weekend when we were um, in the Texas panhandle to kind of get together with, you know, your wife, Rachel and my wife, Laura's family, you know, uh, I was a little bit sad to look across the living room and not see Jared, but, you know, he had to say no to some stuff and uh, to to meet his responsibilities. So, dude, definitely missed you,
1: um, but I totally get it. And that's another one of those things. Not every season is going to be like this. Um, you know, this is the first time that I've not been able to get away, which I think last year at Thanksgiving – um, I did kind of what I did this year, took off for lunch and then was back up here afterwards. Um, and then this year for the the Miller Christmas, there was just too much else going on. Um, we were in the process of getting back up and running mm-hmm. from a significant downtime that I needed to be here for. And so that's what we did. And And my brain processes stuff different. It was one of those there just it's what needed to be. Um, yeah. and so for me, it wasn't as big a deal. It's, it's a little bit of a stressor on Rachel, but she's been married to me long enough to know that's how I'm going to handle it. So, right. She, she steps in and, and steps up alongside me and we make it go and having older kids that are, are good and helpful, um, Ty and Taryn, especially, you know, they, they step in and throw, throw a big hand to help to mom when I can't be available and, and yeah, When you've got a family the size of ours, we just figure out a way to make it work. Yep.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, your kiddos, they've got hearts of gold. They're definitely a big help to Rachel for sure. You know, what compounded that difficulty was that, you know, Jared, our father-in-law was absent uh, because he was um, doing missionary work in another country. And so um, that definitely added another layer, you know. So there was, he, he joined us on the telephone for a few precious minutes and, uh, there were some tears that were, that were shed, you know, around the living room and hearing his voice without him, not him being there. And that was really rough, but, um, you know, it's sometimes you're together and some people aren't there and it hurts and all together. But, um, I think it's just helpful to understand, you know, the reason, you know, that, we get together is, uh, to form those bonds and it's really easy to focus on what's not how we would like it to be. And we can forget all the things to be grateful for. And so I'm grateful, um, that we have people to miss, uh, you know, when I see people who are estranged from family, um, for relationship, you know, stuff, whether, you know, their kids live somewhere else or they're, they're not talking, you know, that's just really hard. So I'm grateful that our family has a lot of unity and we could all be together.
2: Yeah. And that's, you know, with the, the temporary part of the season, you know, with, with Hugh Jay being gone, with Jared being gone, um, it's great to be thankful. Um, But it also that speaks to relationships and the importance of relationships. And, you know, that, that's something again, that we've seen as a consistent thread. You know, Jared talked about that last month. Um, we, he again talked about it this month and, you know, I, I dabbled it in a little bit of it as well, but God plans on us using one another and pressing mm-hmm. up against one another. as she, As Jared referred to in his podcast, to keep each other warm, to keep mm-hmm. each other encouraged, um, and, and that's the, the weird thing about grief and anxiety is that, you know, something may hit me hard and just throw me into this spiral of anxiety or of grief, mm-hmm. but it may be completely different for Jared and, you know, something else may throw him into that, but we're there at different times. And so we can use one another to press against one another and lift each other up. And that, you know, Hannah and I were talking about this, the, the sermon series, the podcast series. And that was probably my favorite thing was thinking about like Dwayne and dad and Elise and Hannah and seeing God's plan work out in the people's lives the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. And just confirming that it it was just great to see.
0: Yeah. And, and it's always great when the when the plan goes according to plan. Yeah. You know, one thing that I'm grateful for, not not this season specifically, but every Christmas season, you know, and it's tricky because, you know, generally speaking in our church fellowship, you know, Christmas is not a religious holiday that's observed by the church at large. It's more of a private family deal. And, you know, we all know that Jesus wasn't born on uh, December 25th certainly wasn't born in the winter time and that this the, the observation or the observance of Christmas co you know aligns with the winter solstice right I mean we all know these things but even though I know all those things on an intellectual level I, I continue to think about the impact of Jesus being born into this world And it was such a dark world. If you think about what it had been like for Israel, they had been experiencing a 400-year silence since the revelation of Malachi. And God hadn't sent them a prophet. And things were looking bad. Their enemies seemed to be winning. And they'd been under the boot heel of one nation after another uh, since Babylon. And things were bad. And at the time when Israel needed redemption, God showed up. And I'm inspired by the stories of Simeon the prophet and Anna the prophetess, you know, who served in the temple. And God told them, hey, you know, you're not going to see death until you see the promised one come. And I just love thinking about how that even though Jesus didn't come in the winter, This is a great time of year when things are dark, things are lonely and cold, and just at the time when the sun turns the corner, we take a moment to know that just as spring is going to be victorious over the cold of winter, that Christ in his life is going to be victorious over death, and even though Christ was born a long time ago, it's an opportunity for Christ to kind of be reborn in our hearts again every year and us to be reborn to him again every year. And that thought of God coming at the right time to give hope in the darkness fills me with an indescribable joy.
2: Definitely. And I, you know, you reference Simeon and Anna, and I love what they say in Luke chapter two. Mm-hmm. You know, Simeon, I, I, I picture this and I'm like, exactly what you said is there's darkness, there's helplessness, there's hopelessness. You're questioning why isn't why hasn't God talked to our people for so many years? There's been this promise of a Messiah. We're about to give up hope. And then Simeon sees Jesus and he says, Lord, Now you're letting your servant depart in peace. Mm -hmm. According to your word, my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And that right there is just such a powerful statement, seeing his hope realized and the peace that it brought him and the joy that it brought him and seeing that light. And the reason I like that so much, i rather I like your illustration because it fits here as well, is that that sun peeking over the horizon. Mm-hmm. He saw it and it helped him get through. And it, it just such a powerful illustration, such a powerful story. And I think you're exactly right. Um, whether or not Jesus was born on December 25th, to me, it's irrelevant. It's Right. How we it can refocus our hearts and minds.
0: Yeah, that's it, what it does for me every season. You know, it's like that bracing cold of winter and just being confronted with this idea of the mystery of Jesus birth and the way God finally brought his plan to culmination um, on the cross. It just it's it leaves me awe-stricken. And I think that if for no other reason, just to think about that one time a year is an incredible blessing. So there are so many instances of things that we can chase through the light, but I think that's the one that has to be the most central is the hope of redemption. And so it's been such a blessing to think about these topics this month. Um, Jared and and Jeffrey and I talked about it and we have made the decision since we worked on the podcast through the month of December that we are going to take a hiatus in January. Uh, Use that time to kind of refresh, refocus and come back at with you all with some fresh content in the month of February. So Uh, If you don't hear from us for a while, that's the reason. We'll update the website and let everybody know what's going on. But uh, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't take a moment to give thanks for everyone who's listened to us since August and uh, given us feedback and encouragement. We appreciate that so much. And we just appreciate everyone listening. We hope the the content and the podcast is a blessing to everyone. It's absolutely been a blessing to the three of us. So our deepest uh, heartfelt thanks. Jared, Jeffrey, anything that you all want to add in or say parting words before we take our break for the month of January? I want to echo kind of your sentiments. And
2: I've had uh, uh, more people reach out to me this month than previous months and just say thank you for doing that. That encouragement is very beneficial, not only for the situation with Christmas and with mom, but also the encouragement of the work that we're doing with this podcast. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate the feedback. Um, But also I want to add a request if I can, you know, even though we're going to take a hiatus in January, I would really like to hear back from some people on some future ideas of what we can cover I know that we had talked about potentially doing a, a new life series mm-hmm. um, with the new year. And I think that that'll be really good being transformed by the renewing of the spirit. Um, but, you know, future topics that people want to hear about that people were interested in. I'd love to hear some ideas.
0: Right on. Yeah. Reach out to us, drop us a line at uh, brother.cousins at outlook.com dot com send us an email or leave us a message on the blog contact form uh that's www.thebrothercousins.com if you want to leave us something there that'd be awesome jared anything from you sir
1: no i'd echo what you guys have said um and really kind of lean on what jeffrey said uh, we would love to get some some content ideas um and then I, I love feedback from other people. I, you know, I know what's in my own head. I know what I think about stuff. But if from something I've said sparks an idea, I thought to somebody else, I'd love to hear it. Give me something else to chew on. Um, just broadens my perspective, so.
0: Right on. Well, thanks, guys, for your dedication. I know it's an, it's an effort as we try to balance all the things we have going on. So I appreciate you all. Going along with this harebrained idea that we've had and sticking with it, even when it would have been convenient to, to quit or slack, you didn't. So I thank you all very much. Thanks to our listeners again. We hope everyone has a Merry Christmas, a happy, peaceful winter solstice and a abundant new year. We will talk to you all in February. Thank you and God bless.